In Jesus' mighty name, we ask for the anointing that breaks the yoke. We're asking for the illumination, illumination of the Spirit by Almighty God that you would unveil to us the risen Lord, show us great and mighty things that we can be that mature Christian you've called us to be. Father, we thank you that we are called under the full stature of the Lord Jesus Christ to grow up into the full stature. Father, we know that this is possible through the Word of God, so we expect you to show us things that we can grow up and produce that quality for you. Father, we thank you now for what you're going to do in this service, and we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, we started a few weeks ago talking about prayer, and on Wednesdays and Sunday nights, we've been talking and teaching on prayer, the different kinds of prayer. Ephesians uh, 6.18 said, praying, uh, praying with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance for all saints. One translation says, praying with all manner of prayer. Another translation, good speed, says, using every kind of prayer. Well, it's different kinds of prayer. I don't believe I can overemphasize this fact that it is different kinds of prayer and different prayers carry different rules. Praise God. If you intend to be a spiritual warrior for Almighty God, you're going to have to be a prayer warrior. You're going to have to know how to pray and which prayer to apply to each given situation. Now, you know, a lot of people... Take the prayer that Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. Father, if it all possible, let this cup pass from me. If it be thy will. They try to apply that and say, well, that's Jesus praying. Didn't he pray right? Yes, he prayed right. But that was just one kind of prayer. That was one kind of prayer. It's many kinds of prayer. Now, if you try to pray that prayer and use the rules for that prayer and bring them over into the prayer of faith, you're a prayer of failure. And if you try to take the prayer of faith and use it to pray and find out the will of God, there is failure there. See, a lot of people, we that teach faith and how to believe God, it seems to leave the impression that the prayer of faith is the only prayer you need. Well, friend, I tell you tonight, it will not work in a lot of situations. It will not work. He said, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. Now, it'll work for you. But when it comes to the other fellow or someone else, it takes different rules. When it comes to finding out the will of God or dedicating or concentrating, consecrating yourself before God, you can't just pray the prayer of faith. You might have to pray over and over and over. See, if you pray the prayer of faith uh, over, over one time, you're not in faith. If you pray it the second time, you're not in faith. Are you listening to me? If you pray it twice, you didn't believe your first time God answered. Isn't that right? Now, if you try to pray the prayer of faith, well, I'll just believe God. I'll make the right kind of confession, you know, and, and, and I'll just... You know, I'll just confess I, I know the will of God and that's all it is to it. Uh, no, it won't work. Jesus went before the Lord three times in the Garden of Gethsemane and He prayed an hour each time. 
And he was praying, seeking the will of God. He said, if it's at all possible, he didn't know whether it's possible or not. Are you listening to me that this cup passed me? But not my will, but thine be done. See, you might have to pray it a hundred times. Are you listening to me? You need to pray it until you find the will of God. Do you know that it's people now that, that, that they're being blessed? They're being healed? But that doesn't mean they're in the will of God. Are you listening to me? You need to find your place in the body of Christ. You need to find out what God's will for you is personally. He might want you to be sweeping down at the bus stop. Telling everybody you see about Jesus. Amen? Praise God. You need to find out the will of God. If it be thy will, I'll go to Little Rabbit, Australia, Lord. If it be thy will, I'll go uh, to Hoboken, New Jersey. I'll go anywhere you want me to go, Lord. Amen? I'll go to, you know, kind of like one preacher. Uh, C.M. Ward, he was the voice of the Assemblies of God for years, revival time speaker. And he said, when he got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, said, Oh, me, said, I, 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 I just, you know, I, I, I just never would dedicate to the Lord and fully consecrate to the Lord because I thought he wanted me to go to China. And he said, man, I couldn't speak Chinese. Man, I just didn't want to go over there. But I thought that God wanted me to. And he, he wrestled with this up and down in his Christian life, up and down, up and down. And finally, 12 years later, he went before the altar and went before God and totally dedicated himself and said, Lord, if you want me to, I'll go to China. He said, the Lord spoke to him and said, I don't want you to. I want you to be willing to. Amen? Praise God. God wants you willing to do something for him. If he tells you to go, if he tells you to, go to the First National Bank in the morning and preach, blessed be God, be ready. Be ready. Praise the name of the Lord. If it be thy will, that prayer is fine. But if you mix that rule up with the rules of faith, you're a failure. If you mix it up in the prayer of agreement, if you mix it up in different prayers. See, someone told me, he said, you know, well, Brother Solomon, prayer is prayer, isn't it? Yes, prayer is prayer, but it isn't just prayer. We've taken all prayer and the rules of all prayer and just put them in one side, shook them up and just rolled them out there and said, well, that's prayer, but it's not. It must have the right rules if you expect to get God's victorious results. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, it's kind of like I said about the rules of prayer. Someone said, well, you know, prayer is prayer. Yeah, driving's driving too, isn't it? Isn't driving driving? Can you drive a car? Oh, yeah, I got my license. Well, if you use the same rules out there on the street, if they use it in Indianapolis, someone's going to get in the ditch. And it's gonna, someone's going to get in a wreck. And that's what's happened in the Christian body. The body of Christ has been prayer failures. Are you listening to me? They've been prayer failures. The prayer hadn't, you know, it just, it just, you know, it, it's just got where prayer, you know, wasn't, wasn't too much. You know, it's just kind of something that saved your own conscience. Lord bless old brother such and such and really didn't expect you to. Well, Lord, you know, help old, you know, Help old sister Sookie, you know, she's going through a trial. Amen. No, and that really, you know, that's prayer, but it's not prayer. It's not anything but mouthing words. 
When we pray, we pray for one reason, and that is to get results. We are not just praying to communicate with God or to save our conscience. We're doing it for one reason, and that is to carry out the mighty will of God upon this earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, let's define exactly what I mean by prayer. You could ask 50 people, what is prayer? And I imagine you get 50 different uh, answers. What is prayer? Well, it's communicating with God. Yes, that's right, but it's not right. I said, yes, that's right, but it's not right. Do you know? Uh, I talked to the Lord before I ever got saved. I was communicating with him, but it wasn't prayer. It wasn't prayer. A lot of times it wasn't even scriptural. And, you know, there's things that shouldn't even been said, I'd imagine. But what is prayer? Prayer, now listen to me. Prayer is joining forces with Almighty God. Prayer is joining forces. We're yoked together. We're equally yoked together in, as one force when we join together in prayer. What is prayer? Prayer is fellowshipping with God. You know, like Paul and Silas, when they was at midnight in jail, it said, at midnight, at midnight they prayed, but they didn't quit there. They See, that's where the body of Christ has quit. They quit right there. Well, we prayed. Kind of like a woman told me the other day. said, oh, will you pray for my husband? He's sick. Pray for my husband. I said, well, if that was all it took was prayer, we'd just go up to the hospital and empty the hospital this evening. we just pray and get everybody. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? Amen? So it must need, you know, must need to put the right rule to the right prayer. The, every person has a different situation. And it takes a different rule in a lot of places. Prayer is worshiping and fellowshipping with Almighty God. Paul and Silas at midnight said it, at midnight they prayed and. They prayed and what? Sang praises unto Almighty God. Say, yeah, it's kind of silent. What? No, it said, and the prisoners heard them. It wasn't one of them little silent requests. Amen? It wasn't one of those unspoken requests, was it? Uh, Silas, pray an unspoken request about these handcuffs and these stockings and my back. Little, little unspoken about it. No. He said, they prayed and sang praises unto Almighty God and the prisoners heard them, but someone else heard them. Oh, glory, hallelujah. The God that's more than enough looked down over the banisters of heaven and said, what is that coming out of that old filthy dungeon? What is that? What is that? Man, what is that? He said, that's Paul and Silas praying and singing praises unto all. Loose them folks. Just shake the whole thing up. Praise God. The God that's more than enough heard them. How come he heard them? Because they prayed and sang praises unto Almighty God right in the middle of trouble. He didn't say they prayed and belly ached to God. Well, God, look what you got me into now. You know, Paul, look what you done. Man, I'm doing better than this before I started running with you. I never got in jail. Huh? Can't even go back home now. They'll call me old jailbird. You know, I can't, you know, my family, you know, we've had a good name now. You've earned that. Huh? Isn't that, isn't that what most folks would say? But he said he prayed and sang praises unto my Almighty God. He didn't bellyache. Amen. Hallelujah. We, we talked about the prayer of agreement. How that 
First of all, before you can pray the prayer of agreement, you must know the Word of God or have the Word of God on that situation. You don't, you don't pray the prayer of agreement. A lot of people mix that up with praying the will of God. Would you agree with me, Brother Solon, that I'd get that church over there? Would you pray with me, Brother Solon, that I'd get that job over there? What does God want you to have that job? Well, I don't know. He wants me to work. Yeah, sure he does. Well, has he told you to move over there? Well, you know, it's an advancement. You know he wants me to prosper. He may want you to stay right where you are and believe him where you're at. Do you know, some people think, well, if the door opens, that's God. No, the devil opens more doors than God does. Do you hear me? Well, that door open, boy, it looks like a wonderful opportunity. I can really serve God there. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, friend, Satan will open the doors and you'll walk in them and fall flat on your face unless you know it's the will of Almighty God. Don't just walk in the doors because they're open. Amen. He said as many as are what? Led by the Spirit of God. They're the sons of God. My spirit bears witness with their spirit that they're the sons of God. Bears witness. You'll know in your heart just because, you know, something opened up a good opportunity. You know, I've had opportunities to take other churches. I had an opportunity one time to take a church. Man, they thought they was really going to get me. And I told them, I said, you know, if you got me, you'd have the best preacher in this part of the world. And you know, I wasn't, I wasn't even, I called myself, wasn't even bragging. <laughs> Any of y'all say amen to that? Praise the Lord. Praise God. And it looked like a good opportunity. See, to start a work in your own hometown with everybody knowing you, everybody knowing how you used to be and how this used to be and how you used to do this and how you was that kind of fellow. Now, they don't know the new birth. They don't know the new birth. What's happened to it? Well, I don't know. You know, I always did think he's crazy and I went crazy over the Bible. Isn't that right? See, that's, that's the way people, carnal people think. You know, Jesus said, a prophet is without honor in his own country, in his own town. Well, thank God I'm not a prophet. Hallelujah, I'm a pastor. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. What is prayer? Joining forces with God. It's fellowshipping with God. But prayer is something else. Prayer, now listen close to me. Prayer is carrying out the will of God upon this earth. Unless man prays, God cannot just move sovereignly on this world. Well, why thought God do what he wanted to? No, he's bound himself by his word. Thank God we can, we can stand on His Word. His Word will never fail. See, He's bound Himself by His Word. If He said Jesus took your infirmities and bare your sickness, that's settled. That's settled. If He said, I want you to prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper, that's His Word. He's bound that way. He, if He said, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is He that gives you power to get well, that He may establish His covenant as He swore unto your fathers, as it is this day, this day you're living in right now, he wants to establish your covenant. Hallelujah. See, he's bound himself by this word. So we know that when man prays, the hand of God is, is not stayed. He can go forth and do what man prays about. You know, one time over in the Old Testament, said he looked for a man among them to stand in the gap to make up the head. He couldn't find nobody. 
looking for somebody. Look for one man. I'm looking for someone to pray. I'm looking for someone to pray. Couldn't find him. Couldn't find him. He was going to destroy the town of Sodom and Gomorrah. You know what Abraham did? He went before God. Said, will not the God of all righteousness do what's right? He sure will. One thing you can depend on, he'll do what's right about it. Amen? And he started up there with 50 and got on down to 10. I'm well assured if he'd have said, well, let me, if I can find one man, you'll not just start. I, I, I believe the mercy of God would have went that far. Amen? But Abraham thought, at least out of all them people, you can find 10, you know. Huh? Praise God. Praise God. John Wesley said in some of his writings, he said, I do not understand it, but I know without a shadow of a doubt that God cannot do anything on this earth until man prays. Well, I understand it. I understand it. It is because God gave man the authority down here on this earth and he's never taken it back. Satan won that authority. He won it by deception. But blessed be God, Jesus Christ came and destroyed the works of the enemy. That he went through death himself, took, took part of the same flesh and blood, that by death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. He destroyed the works of the devil in the new creation. Any man that's born again has been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. You're in a new kingdom. You're in a new world. You have a new set of laws. What are those laws? The laws of spirit and life in Christ Jesus set you free from the laws of sin and death. I'm set totally free. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. So when we pray, we are carrying out the will of God upon this earth. The will of God will never be carried out on this earth unless man learns to pray. Praise the Lord. All right, tonight I'm going to talk to you about praying in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. You know, I was thinking about praying in the Spirit today, and I was thinking about, you know, I saw some folks on TV, and, and they was racing bicycles, and this guy was sanding it down. He was making it just so precise and he was going to race in the Olympics. And he was just everything perfect, you know. And he was, his weight was perfect. Everything was just perfect on this thing. But you know, if this old boy don't have but one leg, he ain't going to make it, is he? He's not going to win much at the Olympics on that bicycle with one leg, is he? Well, the church has been praying with one leg, just with their mental praying instead of praying in the Spirit. They've not had the joining forces, the supernatural praying from Almighty God. That's why the church is not advanced. See, that's why in 2,000 years you don't see any supernatural Christianity just every now and then. The book of Acts, it started in the book of Acts and it progressed downhill. Are you listening to me? Only until the 1900s did the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost sweep across the world. Started, a little, uh, started with a, a, a black man. Brother Seymour got hungry for God. Started a revival that went around the world. Started the Azusa Street Revival. Bless God, one man done that. How come? Because he got hungry and went to praying and humbled himself before God. 
Are you listening to me? One man done it. I'm talking about one man. What happened if two, three, ten million? What about the body of Christ when we come together humbling ourselves before Almighty God, understanding what God has already made us, that we are the victorious one, that He's made us more than a conqueror? What's going to happen when that force takes over in the land? Do you know what's wrong with the country, the United States? The, it isn't the Democrats' fault. It's not the Republicans' fault. Inflation's not the problem. I'll tell you what it is. It's the Christians' fault for not praying. Some of the most ungodly decisions were handed down back in the 50s and the 60s, early 60s, by Justice Earl Warren in our Supreme Court. And I personally know of men that got together and prayed and said, he's got to go. He is fixing to move. And they moved him because of prayer, because of prayer. Do you know we've got on the Supreme Court now, we've got men of integrity on that thing that hand down godly, sound, moral judgments. I'm telling you, I'm proud of our courts today. I mean, you, you see verdicts handed down. I mean, just believe just like the Word of God does now. Well, how come of that? Well, ain't Put a good old boy on it. No, someone prayed because of the prayer of the saints. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Amplified said it's dynamic and it's working. It's dynamic. Dynamite's turned loose when you pray. Dynamite. I'm talking about the power of God's unleashed when you pray. Glory to God. All right, praying in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit begins when a man is baptized in the Holy Ghost. Until he's baptized in the Holy Ghost, this type prayer is not available to him. This is why the church has failed in so many areas of prayer. They've tried to get, get by, you know, kind of like a, a one-legged man at a kicking contest. You know, it ain't, you know, it ain't, he ain't going to win much, is he? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. And that's what the church has done. Acts 2.4. Acts 2.4 says, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Acts 10.44. Uh, Peter preaching over at, at, at a centurion's house named Cornelius, a, a, a Roman soldier. And he said, While Peter... Yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision, the Jews, were astonished as many as came with Peter because on the Gentiles was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. Well, how you know? The next verse said, For they heard them speak in tongues and magnify God. Paul, going uh, on his missionary journeys, come to a place called Ephesus, and he noticed something wrong there. And, and he said it came to pass while Apollos was at Corinth and Paul having passed through the upper coast came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Well, they said, Well, man, I hadn't even heard as much there was any Holy Ghost. He said, Well, what did you baptized unto? Because Jesus said, Go baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Have you heard of the Holy Ghost? How was you baptized, boy? He said, Well, we was baptized under... under, under uh, John's baptism. Well, see, John come preaching. He said, there comes one after me who will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. 
Amen. So they didn't even have to preach John's message. They kind of watered it down, didn't they? Huh? See, that watering down didn't start with theological seminary. It started way back there. Amen. So the sixth verse there, Acts 19, 6, it said, And Paul laid his hands upon them, and the Holy Ghost came on them, and they began to speak in other tongues and prophesy, and all the men were about twelve. So we see that when man is baptized with the Holy Ghost, right then he receives a supernatural language. This supernatural language is the evidence of receiving the Holy Ghost, but it's something else. He receives at that time a supernatural means to communicate and pray and join forces with Almighty God. Hallelujah. Turn with me to the 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians. Praise the Lord. 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians. Second verse. It said, For he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God, for no man understandeth him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. Moffat said he is talking of divine secrets in the Spirit. He's talking about divine secrets. In other words, God has given us a means to supernaturally communicate with Him in the Spirit. One of the reasons that Satan and carnally minded people fight speaking in tongues is because you can't understand it. I mean, you know, you can't, it's hard, you don't understand, well, how am I, how, what is this doing? Well, he says right there, he that speaks an unknown t- tongue speaketh not unto men, you're not talking unto men, but unto God, for no man understands him. Isn't that right? He said, no, man doesn't understand it. See, you're not talking to men to start with. It's communicating with God. This is carrying out God's will on, on earth. This is joining forces with Almighty God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Someone said, well, Brother Son, I thought that that tongues business had passed away. Someone said that tongues would cease. Yeah, over, yep, it says that over in the 13th chapter of, of, of 1 Corinthians. But he says that, that when that which is perfect is come, then all of it will be done away with. He's talking about the return of Jesus. He hadn't returned yet. Amen? He said knowledge will pass away. Knowledge hadn't passed away, has it? Amen? Praise God. Uh, you know, I- I- anybody, now listen to it. anybody that thinks along that line, they're not really thinking. They're being taught by some preacher or some, some other, some other uh, uh, thing. When a person is speaking in another tongue, praying in another tongue, he is joining supernaturally with the Holy Ghost. If that part of prayer has passed away, if tongues has passed away, that part of prayer has passed away. And I'll tell you what, how many of you know we need supernatural praying in the church? Supernatural praying in the church. Would God pass away some supernatural something from the church? That doesn't make sense, does it? Hallelujah. You know, one thing I do believe that in the Christian walk, I believe people ought to start rethinking some of this thing. Just rethink. Learn to think. God give you a good mind. Amen? He give you a mind to think with on this thing. Praise the Lord. God has never taken supernatural praying out of the church. 
Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Look in the 14th verse there. 14, 14. He said, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding's unfruitful. He said, What is it then? I pray with the spirit, pray with the understanding also. Sing with the spirit, sing with the understanding also. Amplified said, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me pray. In other words, now listen close to me. When you're praying in tongues, you're in direct communication with the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Ghost. You are, He is giving you them words. He is giving them and all you're doing is speaking them out. Actually, it's the Spirit of God praying through you and you all you're doing is cooperating with it. You're cooperating with the Spirit of God. How, you know... I'd rather have the Holy Ghost on my side praying than I believe I had any preacher I know. Amen? Praise the Lord. Living Bible translates that 15th verse. He said, well then, what shall I do? I will do both. He said, I'll pray with the Spirit and pray with understanding also. I'll do both. I'll pray with unknown tongues and also in ordinary, ordinary language that everybody understands. See, he's talking about two kinds of praying here. He's talking about praying in the Spirit, Spirit praying, and mental praying. See, the church is trying to get by on the one-legged kind over here. See, we need two kinds of prayer. If we didn't, God wouldn't have put them in here. Someone said, well, I can't just pray in tongues anytime I want to. Talking to a girl the other day, she said, well, I, 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 every now and then I'll pray in tongues. You know, a lot of... People, when they're brought into this thing, they're never told that what they receive is a prayer language. They're not taught that. They, you know, they thought, well, I got the Holy Ghost and that's all it is to it. I've reached some plateau up here and the boy, I done got it now. Kind of like one old boy I heard about. He'd been seeking the Holy Ghost 34 years and he met every service, every morning, Every night service, Wednesday night service, prayer meeting night, he'd come to the altar for 34 years and prayed and sought the Holy Ghost. Wanting the Holy Ghost. Wanting the... See, they didn't have the teaching we have now that you can just receive it like that. They didn't have that. Thank God we, we, the teaching has just exploded in the last three or four years. You know that? I mean, just exploded. He sought the Holy Ghost. Man, 34 years. And one night they had an evangelist, knew something about him. He come to the altar and he laid hands on him ministered to him. He received the Holy Ghost and got to talking in tongues. Man, just had a fit, run all over some benches, run into the wall. You know, man, he just got all excited. And the preacher said, well, Sunday morning he didn't come to church. Sunday night he didn't come to church. Tuesday night prayer meeting, he didn't come to church. Wednesday night, thought, well, he must be sick. He hadn't missed a church service in 34 years. He'd been sick in the Holy Ghost 34 years. He went, went to see him. He said, have you been sick or anything? He said, no. I said, I, I done received it now. Boy, I've got, like, that's all it is to it. I've reached the pinnacle now. I've got the Holy Ghost. I, that, that's what I've been seeking 34 years. Finally got it. Finally got it. No, that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. I say that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you're classified right then as a baby Christian. The Holy Ghost does not mature you as far as being a Christian when you receive it. 
it qualifies you to be used in the supernatural realm of the Holy Ghost and the gifts of the Spirit. Praise God. Well, this lady told me the other day, she said, I can pray in tongues, you know, I, I, every now and then if I feel something, you know, and I get, you know, and, and the Holy Ghost makes me, I'll go to pray, I'll talk in tongues a little bit. Say two, three bubble of shunders, you know, or something like, you know. No, no. See, without any teaching, people think, well, I received the Holy Ghost. I know people that have received the Holy Ghost and spoke in tongues and never spoken again in tongues in 25 years. You say, are they full of the Holy Ghost? Well, of course not. Of course not. Of course not. They received it, but they're not full of it. Fifth chapter of Ephesians, 18 verse, said, Be ye being filled with the Holy Ghost. Speaking. Got to continually do this thing. Continually. This is an experience that one receives, and he continues throughout his whole life praying in tongues. Therefore, he stays full of the Spirit of grace. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. All right, he said right here, he's got two kinds of praying, spirit praying and mental praying. Someone said, well, I can't just pray in tongues anytime I want to. Well, what's he saying right there? He said, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Uh, uh, what is it then? He said, I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with understanding also. What if I, what if I say now, now, Rick, I want you to pray. Stand up and lead us in prayer. And he'll stand up and say, I will. I will. What did he say right there? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding. If you can pray with your understanding, you can pray with the Spirit. Amen? Do you will? So who's, whose will's involved? Yours is. Yours is. You know, if I say, Keith, lead us in, stand up and lead us in prayer. Will you lead us in prayer? I will. Isn't that right? And he stands up and prays in English, prays in the mental prayer, prays in what he knows. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not belittling that, but we need all kinds of prayer to get the power of God unleashed in this earth on, on our behalf. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Are you seeing that? All right, in praying with the Spirit, in praying with tongues, There are three major areas of praying in the Spirit. The first one is this. We call it intercession. Are you of your own free will praying in tongues? you just interceding in the Spirit. you doing something in the Spirit. This is a twofold thing happening here. First thing, it is charging you up, building you up spiritually. 1 Corinthians 14, 4, he said, He that prays in an unknown tongue edifies himself or builds himself up. Uh, Jude 20 said, Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Building yourself up. You know, that's why a lot of Christians are not built up. They're not strong in some things, because, especially in the Word of God. If you'll pray in tongues, you know this Word of God is being taught to you by the Holy Ghost. He is the teacher, and if you communicate with him, he'll communicate with you. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. All right? Praying of your own. You know, if someone gives you a request and you don't know how to pray, then that's what praying in the Spirit is for. 
He said, Romans 8, 26, said, Likewise the Spirit helpeth our infirmities when we know not what we should pray for as we ought. See, when you don't know how to pray as you ought, you can use this kind of prayer. This is, this is called intercession. Are you praying in the Spirit? Praise God. Praise God. And, and, and thank God we got the Holy Ghost to help us on things we don't know how to pray for. But the second thing is this. Praying with the anointing. Praying with the anointing. It's one thing to pray out of your spirit and pray in tongues of your own free will and you intercede. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name and I lift up this problem I know not how to pray for and I begin to pray in the spirit about it. But there is another prayer called being anointed. He said over in 1 John 2, 20, he said, you have an unction from the Holy One. Uh, 1 John 2, 27 says that you have an anointing from the Holy One and He'll anoint you to pray. Let me tell you something. When you get to praying and get anointed, I've heard people get, to, get the anointing and get to praying in English and it's just prophecy coming out their mouth. It's just prophecy coming out. That's a different thing. That's by the Spirit of Almighty God. And that's when revelation comes forth. That's when the revelation of God comes forth. And that's the kind that comes forth with interpretation. Being anointed. Being anointed. Being anointed. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You, you know... It's all right just to pray in tongues. That's fine. That's, that's, that's exactly right. But every now and then you need to get anointed. You know what if I just got up here, you know? Well, turn over to page 444. We're going to preach on, on tonight the suffering of the Lord. You know, and just went dragging on along. You know, it did get kind of old. About nine minutes would be about all fellow on here. And without the anointing of God, without the anointing of God on preaching, it, you know, I personally can't, I ain't worth 15 cents preaching. But when the anointing of God comes on me, the anointing, it'll just flow forth. It'll go to flowing. It'll flow. It'll flow. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that's what I'm talking about. We need to be anointed. And the only way, I've thought it over. I've tried to figure this out a many times. How this comes about. How this anointing comes about. It comes about by you practicing, 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 getting over into the spirit realm. Not just you praying out of your spirit, but you actually getting in contact with the Holy Spirit and you entering into another realm over here. I believe, I believe with all my heart that old boy named Enoch one time, he got so far out in the spirit one time, he just went on home. He just got on out there. He just got on out there and he couldn't get back. That's what happened. See, we need, we, 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 we've got over here in the edge of some of this stuff. We've got over here in the edge of this. Let me tell you something. I was praying. I, I, hey, Mark, you ain't not sata. Okay, lay based on daddy bika. And from the dita shana maka. And think not, think not. It's strange when the anointing of God comes upon you and it'll flow forth from you even as a gushing river, saith God. And you shall see supernatural things and even hear things that's unspeakable to most men. So think it not strange. And you'll see mighty things come forth as the anointing comes out of your spirit, saith God. 
Hallelujah. I was laying on my face one day, and I don't know how long I'd been praying in the Spirit, but I think I left that. I was gone. I was fixed to go. I was fixing to go. It scared me. Man, it scared me. I'm not talking about like I was playing with a rattlesnake, you know, scared he's going to bite. I mean, I had a reverent fear. I was fixing to leave there. I don't know where I was. I was gone. My body, I knew my body's there, but I was gone. I'm telling you, it's anointing that comes on people that'll break the yoke, and it's anointing that'll flow forth from you that you need to get into, and it comes by practicing praying in tongues on a regular basis. It won't come no other way. I've done that several times. Get to praying and think I, I thought I was leaving. Thought I was leaving. You know what was happening? See, we're not used to the spirit realm. See, we're not, we're not accustomed to that supernatural realm over there. It's strange to us. It's strange to us. That's why faith has been strange to a lot of people. It's different than we think. It's different. It's, I'm saying I've got it and it don't look like I got it. I can't see it. Well, I got it anyway. How come you got it? Because God said I got it. Hallelujah. That's faith. See, that's what that's what that is. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. The third area in praying with the Spirit is this. Entering into travail. Entering into travail. Over in Isaiah 66 and 8, it said, Until Zion, the church, until Zion travails, she'll bring not forth her children. See, God's not interested in conversion. How many of you know that? Well, old boy, you turned over a new leaf. How you doing pretty good, ain't you? Yeah, turned over a new leaf last week. What'd you do? I got baptized. Well, good. You're supposed to be baptized. But God's not just interested in you joining the church. Are you turning over a new leaf or New Year's resolution or none of that? He's interested in you being born again. And spiritual birth takes place just like physical birth. It is a travailing. Have you ever seen a woman travail in birth? Travail physically. Well, this thing happens in the spirit. And when people begin to travail they bring, Zion brings forth her children, praise God. You are birthed into the kingdom. You're birthed. How many times have you seen someone just come in, you know, and just kind of make a decision for the Lord, and you know, it looks like he didn't really mean business. Sound like maybe he aborted or something. Maybe he wasn't birthed in. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe he'd never been birthed in. When you birth somebody in, I have never seen one case that when someone travailed in the Spirit for someone specifically or a sickness or anything else, that the problem wasn't happening. I've never seen it one time. Never seen it fail one time. If anybody ever gets anointed and travails in the Spirit about a situation, it's always handled by the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, turn with me to... Uh, Eighth chapter of Romans. Let's look at Romans eight twenty six. Look a little bit about intercession. Romans eight twenty six says, Likewise the Spirit also help us. The Spirit's helping somebody. The Spirit's helping somebody. 
The Spirit is not going to do your praying for you. The Spirit of God, the only way you can get Him involved in your praying is that you pray. He's going to help you pray. He's not going to pray on His own. He's not just going to all of a sudden take you over and pray through you either. You have got to, by your own volition, pray in the Spirit and He will help you. That word help, help there in the Greek is the word uh, uh, take hold together and whip against. That's the threefold meaning of that, that word help. He takes hold together with against the problem. Man, I'd rather have him hold the problem than any problem would come along. Hadn't you? Man, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. The only way that you can get him involved in this is that you can get him involved in helping you do it. He's not going to do it on his own. If you don't pray in the Spirit, then you don't have the Holy Ghost helping you on that situation. I say if you don't have the time and you are not praying in the Spirit, then you don't have the Holy Ghost helping you do your praying. Can you say amen to that? Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. 27th verse. Well, let's read the rest of that 26th verse. Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. He didn't say you didn't know how to pray. He said you didn't know how to pray as you ought on something. We know how to pray on something. It's fine to pray in English on something. It's fine. But it also, if you don't know how to pray as you ought, blessed be God, the Spirit of God can take over. Amen? He said the Spirit Himself makes intercession with Just got killed, and she told us, well, all things work together for the good of the Lord. She said, that lady's cried and squalled. She said, you mean I told that woman wrong? I said, how could a death, how could a death work together for the good? God is in the good, but it's not a blessing to lose your children. Do you know that? It's not a blessing to be sick. It's not a blessing to be poor. It's not a blessing to be uh, have disease. It's not a blessing to be in fear. It's not a blessing to lose your children. You read over there. You read over there. Just, just hold your place right there. Just hold your place over there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Twenty-eighth chapter. Thirtieth verse. It says, Thou shalt but betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Well, my wife run off with another man. Well, everything works together for the good of the Lord. Maybe she needs to run off, but that ain't good. I'll tell you on the front. Thou shalt build a house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard, and thou shalt not gather grapes. Well, I just lost my job. Well, everything works together for the good of the Lord. Huh? That's not right, is it? That wouldn't be right. What is he talking about over there? He's talking about when you're praying in tongues, you're praying the will of God according to His purpose. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. 
another scripture over there I want to read in Deuteronomy. Uh, 32nd verse. said, Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people, and thy eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day, and there shall be no might in thy hand. You can't do nothing about it. The sons and the daughters, you're going to lose your sons and the daughters. Do you know back in the 60s that on a wholesale scale in the United States, children turned from their mothers and their fathers because of hypocrite religion and hypocrites in business, hypocrites in everything, and they just chunked the whole thing. People, I'm going to tell you something. You need to be honest with your children. You're going to have to be honest with them. I mean straight, straightforward. You can't place Christianity on Sunday morning. I mean when you get up and you've got an ailment about you, they want to see you believe in God like you expect them to. They want to see you standing on the Word of God, speaking the mighty Word of God on your finances, just like you say that will work. That husband that's not going with the Lord, he wants to see it working in your life or he ain't going nowhere. That wife, the same thing. Them children. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Turn with me over to 1 Timothy. Let's read another scripture before we close. Time's got away. I'm well assured of this fact that God give us means whereby we can walk in victory as prayer warriors. And if we'll operate in the will of God and what He says in His Word, we can walk victorious every day, every day. Be a prayer warrior. You know there should be never a case in your life when you didn't get your prayer answered just like you wanted it. Say, well, God may not want me to have it. Well, find out what He wants you to have before you pray. Find out what He wants you to have. Everything you need according to life and godliness has already been given to you. Well, he may not want me to prosper, you know. I might, you know, I might act a fool. Isn't that right? You ever heard that? He may not want me to have a new car. Last new car I had, you know, I drove it so fast I burnt the raw, you know, and it wore out in about six months. He may not want me to... Well. If you're going to act a fool, you may not need no new car. You probably won't get one anyway. I imagine you still old CIA or GMLOC or CIOOIC someone for the last one you ain't paid for. <laughs> All right, praise the Lord. First Timothy, the second chapter. Second chapter, the first verse. He said, I exhort therefore first of all. Say first of all with me. What does first of all mean? That means first of all, don't it? First of all, pray for those that you love. Your family and those that you love. Now, he said supplication, prayer, and intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Well, how are you going to pray for all men? Do you know them all? Spirit of God does, though, don't you? Amen. Spirit of God knows about that missionary that needs financial aid in, in Saudi Arabia. He knows about that, 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 that man that, that's working in the ghettos up in New York that needs help, that he needs people to come in and help him be prayer warriors and hold up his arms. 
He knows about him. How are you going to get him prayed for? What are you going to get help? They ain't, he ain't on TV. He's not got a national ministry. How are you going to have? The Spirit of God is going to have to pray for you. Hallelujah. Pray for all men. All men. He didn't say all you like either. You say, yeah, but I ain't going to pray for old such and such. I've had folks say, well, I, I ain't going to pray for him. I didn't, you know, I'm just not going to pray for him. In the Bible, you know, Jesus said, pray for them that despitefully use you. Huh? Are you praying for him? Well, if you know what he said about me, well, I don't care what he said about you. If your skin's so thin that you're going to get your feelings hurt every time you turn around about something someone said, you're not going to make it. Not in the full gospel movement. Not in the full gospel movement. Now, you might make it up one of these little milk routes somewhere where they're putting out a little milk, feeding a little, you know, a little dog of milk every now and then. But you're not going to make it in the full gospel movement. You better start soaking yourself in some salt water. Get some thick skin. You soak yourself in this word of Almighty God and your skin will get thick. It'll roll off your back like water off a duck's back. Let them talk. Let them say it. They ain't bothered. What difference does it make? You know, if they if they, they talking about you, they letting the rest of them alone. They ain't talking about the rest of them, are they? Can you take it? Can you take it? See, he didn't say, well, when you get into this, it's, everything's just going to be lovely and rosy. Boy, it's going to just be a bed of roses. Boy, it's going to be like Mahatma. You're just going to float through the air on a rug. No, it's not going to be like that. You've got an enemy arrayed against you that he wants to stir up people against you to lie on you, to tell everything in the world on you. Do you know that? Tell you something else. You know who he used, first of all? Your kin folks. How many found that out? Huh? How many found out? Uh, is uh, such and such kinfolk, he's preaching now. You go to church over there, well, I hadn't been able to go over there and give him preach. I had Well, how come? Is what is he preaching? Well, he, he's got different doctrine. What kind does he have? You talking about like a cult? Or what kind? Well, it's close. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? You can, folks. You can, folks. You can, folks. How come you ain't going down there and hear your brother preach? Why ain't, why ain't you going to hear your son preach? Why ain't you going to see your brother? Why? Why? Why don't you? Why? Well, I don't believe like he believes. What does he believe? Well, I don't want to discuss it. I don't want to talk about him. Don't. He leaves that thinking, yeah. He always was kind of a weirdo type fellow, you know. Amen? <clears throat> some of you that's called to preach can take some of that and put it in your pocket. You might ought to can it. You ought to can it. Put your seal on it. Because one of these days you're going to have to mash into it like Popeye does and draw some strength out of this thing because it's going to be some times when they're going to talk about it and Bluto's going to come. Do you hear me? 
And it's going to look bigger than anything you can. Man, it'll blow up in your face. You mean they said that about me? I got a friend. I got a friend uh, in a town in Texas. They come out and, and linked him with Jim Jones. He had an old boy come to his church named Jim Jones. He linked him with Jim Jones. Man, he done got into Jim Jones. Kind of fellows you ever seen. Named Simon Purvis. Got the anointing of God on him. Man, he's a fine teacher. Fine, precious boy. Just walks in the love of God. You know what he did? He just kept praying for him. He just kept praying for him. Just kept praying for him. He said, pray for those that don't talk about you. No. Amen. Already qualifies that second verse. Said, for kings and for all that are in authority. He didn't say pray for just the Democrats, did he? Well, you know, my folks been Democrats all my life. Well, good. Yeah, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I believe the reason that the country's in the shape it's in is because of some of the Democrats that we've had in there. I personally believe that. I personally believe that. That and Christians not praying and doing their job. But that don't mean I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I think at the present time, we've got the finest presence I've ever known in office. I believe that. I believe that with all my heart. I believe the man's a born-again Christian, knowing Jesus Christ. Hearing talk, you believe it too. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Pray for all men. How are you going to do that? You're going to have to pray in the Spirit. He said when to do it. When you get through praying for me and mine and my son John, us four, no more, and I ain't sucking, uh -uh, Uncle Ned, and get our family all prayed in. And if you get anything else, you might pray for the rest of us. Now, he said, first of all, pray for all men. Father, I lift up to you in Jesus' mighty name. Castro. Well, wait a minute. You know he ain't nothing, but you know he's been used by Russia. Well, so what? How many of you ever prayed for Yuri on drop-off? I've been praying for him in election. You know God loves that old boy. He's a ruthless rascal. He's the worst one that I've ever known. Stalin or Lenin was not in the class with this boy that they got in Russia right now. He's the most ruthless leader that I've ever known him to have. And I've studied history all my life. He's the most ruthless. I mean, he'll do anything. This man will do anything. But are you going to pray for him? Yes, we're going to pray for him. We're going to pray for him. If we don't pray for him, then God doesn't have a right to deal with him. Do you know, back in February, back in February, the Lord spoke to a, a, a young man, a graduate of Rhema Bible School, and told him to carry 3,200,000 books, the authority of the believer, who you are in Christ, some of these books, that many millions of books into Russia last February. And he told him, you get in and you make a quick work and I'll see that it goes out and you be out by February of 84. So you write that down. People, I'm telling you right now, we're living in the last days of this thing. The roundup's here. Man, the roundup's here. It's here. It's here. It's, it, it's at hand. And if we're ever going to do something for God, it's time to do it now or just forget the whole thing. Amen. It's time to do something for God. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Pray for all men, those in authority. Those in authority. Those. See, people like Margaret Thatcher of England, I have no trouble praying for her. I like her. I, man, I, you don't know how much I like her, her way of doing business. Boy, I think she's the finest politician in the world today other than our president. I think, man, I, I got great esteem for that woman and the way she operates. I mean, I pray for her regular. I like her. But I'm telling you, Castro needs prayer. Do you know in Guatemala, Jim Zirkle and a bunch of them went out into Guatemala and they started praying for the president and one of the, one of the students from Rama was talking to this man. He was a general in the army and the Spirit of the Lord come on him and he started prophesying and said, you'll be the next president of Guatemala. You'll be the next president of Guatemala. And, and they laid hands on him. He got saved and got to talking in tongues. Do you know what the old boy did? He started preaching iron half on TV every Sunday night. The president of Guatemala. Say, well, how did that happen? Someone got to praying for him. Well, I know it, but he's the leader of the army over here. He's got, he's, man, them army, they ruthless. They've been killing civilians. Well, pray for them. Pray for all men that God, the will of God, will be carried out on this earth. If we don't pray, then God can't move. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. God's looking for a man to stand in the gap. Can you say amen to that? Praying in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. Stand up on your feet. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell you what let's do. Let's pray before we leave here for some of the leaders in our town, this town and this area. Especially our police force, our mayor's office, our sheriff's office, and the pastors in these churches in town. Isn't that right? Let's pray for them. I've got some that I hold up every day. People, we're going to have revival in this church. We stay revived. We stay built up. We stay on fire. But I'm telling you, we need revival in all these churches. When the Spirit of God's moving mightily there, revelation knowledge can go forth. Amen? Praise God. So let's just pray for all men. Hallelujah. Praise God. Holy Father, in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' name, we come to you. We come to the very throne room of God tonight. We lift up to you in this area our mayor, our county judge. We lift up our police department, our sheriff's department. We lift up the governing body in this whole area. Oh, Father, we're asking that the labor go into each one of them's path. Father, send us as the labor. We want to be Him, Lord. Father, we ask you now in Jesus' mighty name, we hold up these churches in, in El Dorado. We specifically hold up the First Baptist. We hold up the First Methodist. We hold up the First Pentecostal. We hold up the Assemblies of God. We lift up the Independence. We lift up all these in this town, all the leaders of the churches, we lift them up. Oh, Oh, 
Homa, Homa, Yin, me, 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 Kila Bahara Daste, Orada, Bela Mohoriane, Oniasiara Bahata, Orada Bakaba Bavarananasa, Homa Sara Bahara Bakarianasta, Havala Baharianasti, La Baharianasta, Havrada Bakarianasta, La Baharianasta, Obrada Bakarianasta, La Bahoradata. Oh, Masa, oh, Mama, 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 Oh, praise you, mighty God. Oh, praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, mighty God. Oh, praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we magnify you, Lord Jesus. We praise and honor you, Lord Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. 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 Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Spirit of the Lord come unto me, saying, Russia, Russia is doomed. Russia is doomed. So pray for her people, saith God, that I may do a work in there, for it will be a quick work, saith God, and I need the prayers to go up. Yea, even the travail before me for her people, saith God, for my love is poured out, saith the Spirit. Yes, 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 but she is on a collision course even now, saith God, with the mighty spiritual forces of heaven. So pray for, pray for, pray for diligently, saith God, for as you do, I'll be able to work and I'll be able to stretch forth the hand of God to cause those that's hearts are turned towards me even to be relieved and even to be carried out, saith God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Bradestina Maharanaka. Oh, Mashiana Maharanamaka. Amana Maharyanasta, Ala Mahasila Bahurinaka, O Masana Maharana Makata, Hila Mahosindala Bahuraneke, Heshana Maha, O Mashina Maharane Sila Baharanaki, Hila Mahosina Maharana Malamakata, O Masara Bakrandre Sila Bahurideke. How many of you tonight? 
How many of you tonight will make a commitment to pray for Russia? I want to see your hands. I want to see your hands. I'm telling you, you're telling God. You're not telling me. You're telling God, I'll do that. I'll do that. I believe you want to work done in that country. I believe that. Let me tell you something, people. At one time, there was Christianity spread through that whole area over there. Paul went all through that area, up, up around Asia Minor, clean on up into that country up there. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, Manasseh. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God.